I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome, folks, to episode 74 of The Morgue, an official Court Feed podcast. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. And I am, as always, the man behind the face, Arturo Padilla. Tex, What's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh man, howdy, everybody! Uh, it's it's a busy week. Like we we've said before, it's a wild summer, and like Netflix isn't helping matters either. Right? No, Netflix like, is just <laughs> dumping like content out there for they, us to be like, here you go. You guys wanted content last year. Here's all the content now. I know. No shit. Where were they <laughs> last year? Like legit. I like yeah, pandemic and all that stuff. But like, damn. Like we yeah. okay. So we really could have used this last year right so oh yeah i know I, we had our, <laughs> our final girl summer last year just to make up for the fact that we had nothing new you know dude imagine if we would have got this during final girl so summer. we had to go super retro last year but um folks uh a netflix uh this month of july recently uh released a trilogy of movies uh from rl stein i believe right um yeah the fear Yes. The Fear Street books. And it was one movie every week for the last three weeks. And folks, yeah. th- it did not disappoint. I'm yeah. very happy to see that um, the trailer did not give any false information or like it just lived up to the hype, honestly, because the yeah. trailer looks yes. mage. And we know how Hollywood works where, you know, a trailer is just as someone blowing their load and everything else is just fluff. But this one, it the trailer left you for a taste of more and we got plenty 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 and it did not disappoint as i said for me it's a definite pay for it on our right. scale what do you think tex yeah so uh just to, for more background information uh for people who might have already seen it or were interested in seeing it so the fear street trilogy is based off the fear street books from arl stein which are like a more not necessarily like adult books like not like but they're not goosebumps it's not like yeah it's um, like a teen thing yeah it's it's the young adult rl stein yeah exactly and we get that in spades with the with the trilogy which is um so based on three different generations uh across three different movies technically four but we'll get into this uh so it's fear street uh 1994 then fear street 1978 and then 1666, I believe, Correct. right? Yes. So, um, and then one, one movie dropped every week until we got the end of this trilogy. And like you said, I'm, I'm also, uh, completely like a pay for it. Like, you know, if you don't have Netflix, it's kind of the thing you try out Netflix for. Yeah. At this point. Exactly. Like, it's, it's like, uh, how people went out and tried HBO Max for the Snyder Cut, right? Like, yes, it's yes. the same thing. Each movie is right under the two hour mark around an hour hour and 45 minutes around there um so pretty much you can say yeah it's four hours so you can compare it to that kind of buying experience it's worth it it's 
worth it 100%, mainly because the production quality is just like through the fucking roof on this one, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they definitely put the money good, into it. Dude. Everything yeah. looks good. All the practical effects look good. They spent money on good young actors. Like, they were like, we have this budget because we know we're going to spend the majority of the budget on cinematography, on practical effects, on uh, on sound, on everything else. So we have this budget for these young stars, Right. Yeah, and uh, relatively unknown people too. Yeah, I, exactly. I believe I believe the only people of note, like who've been in anything else, were um, like Sadie Sink because she was in Stranger in Things Stranger four Things. Yeah. or three or whatever season it's on now. <laughs> she came yeah, out three, on two, right? Though, right? Oh yeah, she did yeah. come out in two. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, came see, on two. I, that's on three. Completely... That's going to be on four whenever that comes out. But these, yeah, it's going to be Stranger Things. Like you know, these guys are going to be like with beards. They're going to be grown men I and women. Know. Like, <laughs> yo, no kidding. They're going to be fucking grown ass people at that point. <laughs> yeah, legit. And then I believe, yeah, just Maya Hawk that, in the maybe, beginning, right? Yeah, Maya Hawk, and yeah. you know who was also made yeah. notable in Stranger Things, and um, then the chick who played um, then yeah, Britta from Community, who I always forget her name, but uh, which one? So the, so Are she was the about? she was the older Ziggy. The, yes, uh, that one. I she, I was I can't pinpoint where I've seen her face. A Jillian Jacobs, I think, is her name. Yes, 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 yes. I'm like I've seen her before. Like it's somewhere. Like she's recently. she's uh, her biggest thing is Community, but she's been in a bunch of like little okay. stuff. Yeah, like you've you've probably seen her in like just a random movie. That probably would, like, yeah, but like yeah. the cast was solid. Um, I had some doubts at first with uh. Pretty much the protagonist of the trilogy, the character Dina, who was kind of just really over the top at first, but totally gets redeemed through the end, uh, through the course of the trilogy, which is, uh, I'm glad because she was really annoying at first. She was just very over the top, very kind of B-movie-ish about her uh, performance. Right. And let's, let's, let's just dive in. Let's, yeah, let's, do let's it. start, let's start with the first one because like the, the thing with this trilogy is that, yeah, it all ties together, but the first two are very distinct, different very movies. Distinct yes. individual movies, which can stand alone, honestly. In like, yes, like, this could have been a trilogy, honestly, that it could have been released in theaters. And that's true. They could yeah, have made like, fucking money out of this, like a lot of money, but I think yeah. they made a lot of money already. I don't know how that, how the streaming profit stuff works, but yeah. yeah. Like it's wild too, like that that Netflix decided to release a year uh, or not a year, a week within one another. Dude, you know, yeah, like, that's it, 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 and you know what it is. Maybe it's because of the genre. You know, they were like, oh, you know, it's not a Witcher thing. Yeah, you know, that's it's true. not like um a series. It's not I don't know whatever else thing they do but you know how horror doesn't get its proper love like most yeah. of the time anyway but um, it, it worked out for us it so. worked out like, for us big time because i don't think i could wait a year for the next movie <laughs> to go imagine just waiting like that you're like fuck dude yo uh, like yeah dude even I a couldn't. month like just yeah. thinking like oh Agreed. if it was like a next month the next one came out i'd be like mm, i don't know so so let's let's dive into the why so, it's uh, true like i think i would lose a little bit of interest you right, know, you would you would lose that heat if they weren't so quickly yeah, connected, right? I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah, because like uh, before we get into it, another cool thing, um, like if you were watching them week to week, they at the end of each movie you got like a little teaser for the next one. Yes. So which which never got I don't think it ever got released online. So it was like a, a closer like a 
like a better tease of what's to come because it was like but that's good though because like those it was kind of it was kind of spoilerish yeah because it gave a lot because you know you would have to know stuff by that point yeah Yeah. exactly it gave you a lot because it wanted to keep you engaged to come back to next week but it was worth it and it's cool too because in the beginning of each one too they gave you like a little something as well um yes yes. so um yeah let's just uh, dig into it uh 1994 yeah, so '94, as as the title suggests, it's it's a play on the the '90s slasher stuff. We, I don't know if it's successful at this, but it starts off well, right? Like, you know what's funny though? Like, I didn't even get '90s slasher. I got kind of like an '80s horror vibe. Yeah, off that right. one. Like, I think they, I think it's funny. It seemed very Stranger Thingish. You know what I mean? Um, maybe because. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe because of the of the darkness of the of the actual visuals and the darkness of the tone of it, and there was you know teens and kids. Was but, it the yeah. same mall? Is it the same mall as it was in Stranger Starcade Things? Starcade or was it Starcade? Starcourt or yeah, whatever Star the fuck Court. it was. Yeah, um, I mean, you know what? Is it the same set? Like, it's Netflix, it, so yeah, I wouldn't like, doubt it. It might be. They're like, like, let's just put a tree in the middle to kind of, kind of mask everything. Yeah, word, and, and put like a put like a Sam Good. Yeah, because honestly, whatever. like you know, you really didn't. Oh no! I actually, that's not true. You needed the whole fucking set, so who knows, honestly? Because remember, like you know, in part three, we get the whole, we get a lot of of the, of the actual set. So yeah, so uh, sure. ninety four, it starts off like the ninety slashers, where you 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 get Maya Hawk and you kill off the oh yeah, full spoilers is the whole trilogy. We're deep, we're deep diving here. Yeah, so. It starts off when you kill off the biggest name, like in that movie. So Maya Hawk, you kill, they killed her off. And, you know, and I think it's 90s because, you know, it's, it's got the, the, not the, not a butcher knife, but what's that, the, the, like the Bowie knife kind of a J scream thing. Oh, like like the the, hunter knife, right? Yeah. So it's got a, it's got a guy in a skeleton, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's got a guy in a skeleton mask. So like, scream. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, yes. It's, um, I remember the knife now. It's a smaller, knife with a smaller blade but it's a definitely like a hunter knife because like a flaying knife kind of thing yeah it's, yeah it's the scream adjacent type of thing yeah like exactly it was very like that was intentional like it was it, they were trying to do and then on top of that you get the 90s soundtrack which i don't I don't know how I feel about it either, because, like, those needle drops are good. Like, the you know, I'm like, it's a good but, soundtrack. But it's too much, though. Like, it's, yes, it's song after song you. after song yes. after song. And I'm like, can I at least enjoy this one? It's like, hey, listen, I lived through the 90s, so I was, you know, that's my soundtrack. It's dope, you know? So yeah. I'm like, can I enjoy this song a little bit? But no, they kept, like, dropping every song. Dropping, drop, drop, yes. drop. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You have a budget for your music, but it's not – it wasn't effective. Yeah, because it's like yeah. – you because know, – if if it wanted to capture that '90s energy, it would have let them play. You know, it would have let them go on a little bit longer. Yes, like um, each one was like ten seconds yeah. before the next one kicked like, in. Right? Like I get the ones when the character has headphones on, for example, because obviously yeah. when you take off your headphones, you know, like the effect is you know to get back to the real sound around you, um, yeah. which that's fine. But then it was just not like that. I think it was only one instance of um, of Josh. Was it right? Um, he had yes. his headphones on 
while playing like uh, like a computer game or something. And he was listening to Iron Maiden or some shit like that, right? But then it was just like a fucking mixtape, pretty much. <laughs> you know, a, a 90s mixtape. That Dina, I, I wouldn't be surprised, like, if that's the the mixtape that Dina made for Sam. Yo, right? yeah. So, like, getting into it even further, beyond the, like, the soundtrack stuff and beyond, like, so the whole setup we find out is, like, it's, it's Sunnyvale and Shadyside. And this town of shady side is the shitty part of town. Like it's the shitty town. Yeah, it's you know? the shitty town. Like legit, At- the shitty town. And they call it, they call it like shitty side. Yeah, yeah, and like, <laughs> and it's been plagued with like all these murders like throughout the years, and you know we find that's the big mystery throughout the whole thing, and like you said, like we've been teasing, um, the main character is this girl named Dina, who who is our final girl through the trilogy, but ultimately like she has such a bad first impression, dude. Like, it's like because her whole thing is like she's so like grunge and she's so like teenage angst that she's like. Oh, like I, you know, she broke up with her girlfriend, which was yeah. like a swerve reveal, which was weird too. Like they they made it a swerve that she was like uh, dating a girl instead of like a dude. So the whole time she was like, "Oh, I broke up with them," and then like they never actually like, oh, said that. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like didn't even think that because in the trailer they showed you know the the couple already, right? But like in yeah. the movie, like in the movie true, itself, true. like it's, you know, yeah, true, like it's in. Pl- the- in the moment itself, it like it seems platonic, and like it seems like you know the straight relationship that people would kind of think of, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then like when it's revealed that the person she was talking about was a girl, and it's like, oh, it's I don't know, it it was a weird swerve thing that they didn't need to do. Like, yeah, because felt, the name was Sam, right? So yeah, like it just I don't know, like that whole thing felt weird. But yeah, on like, top of that, it felt weird. Um, also felt a little bit kind of a little too much. Well, force. I know. Uh, I that's like, the thing too, right? And like, it's funny because you didn't have to like really pronounce it because their relationships are already there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I get it. Like you know, they're in love with each other. That's fine. But like you're just like at first they try. They I don't think it was intentional. I, I just think it was like zeitgeist shit. You know? Um, yeah. That it just felt a little bit much, but it wasn't needed because we understood the relationship. It's like hey, we're adults. The so people watching this, like hey, we're very like we understand what's going on. You guys don't have have to do that <laughs> you know yeah, that's what, like that's why i felt very backwards but but you know what though honestly i couldn't though, tell if that was like 90 shit or but you know what though like- exactly T- to stop myself i'm like wait a minute that does feel very like in that time you know right. you know being a gay couple was very kind of taboo still in the 90s especially mid 90s stuff like yeah like the mid 90s was when everything started kind of popping off but like it was still like kind of hush-hush, kind of, hey, wait a minute, we can't really show this like that. So maybe it was exaggerated because of that? And it, it plays it plays into the trilogy it, later. It does. It really does. So so uh, moving on from that, like, so just diving right into the central hook of the film, uh, so instead of, like, the usual slasher killer, we find out that it's, like, witch that cursed Shady Side. You know, so the central mystery is, like, oh, this witch named Sarah Fear, yeah. who... Who's like has this curse on Shady Side and sends like possesses these people, you know? Even though uh, I know it's it's like it's weird because it's like at this point in '94 we yeah. think it's the witch like possessing people. Yeah, and, like yeah, because uh, the whole thing is that she sac she cut off her 
right hand uh, to curse the town. She made a deal with the devil and she cut off her right hand to curse the town, right? So this right. is why, you know, there's tragedy and death all the time in, in, in Shadyside and they're cursed and everything. But So um, in 94, that's what everyone's been thinking. Like the town's been pretty much blanketed with this folklore and this urban legend of Sarah Fear and, yeah. and, and the curse and all that. And as we get along through the trilogy, it, it does a really good job of explaining everything kind of you know filling in those holes that we start getting you know every time we get a new piece of information yeah and so we quickly find out that it's not a traditional slasher movie but instead like kind of a monster movie because like they they are hunted by the killers of the past like uh so we uh, also you know what also honestly i got some vibes of 13 ghosts a little bit too especially in that and that in that um, school scene where they're all together yeah right? that was right. really cool man that was and awesome. especially because like each one got like a nickname you know you yes. got like you got like skull face and then you what was it uh ruby lane yeah ruby lane ruby lane they used ruby the lane a lot, but also because ruby lane is probably my favorite one out of the bunch maybe that and then like the kid with the bat i think dude but like the most brutal one i have to say you know besides tommy tommy's just relentless oh yeah we're gonna get into tommy um, pretty soon uh fucking milkman he's brutal that guy is fucked up you can tell he's he's like a pedophile creepo kind of shit oh dude milkman has to be like the michael myers of jace because, like, oh if you, God. like, if you look at his, he's got the jumpsuit, and he's got, like, the, you know... Like a, it, like a half-burnt face or something. Yeah, like, that's kind of, like, would be, like, the Michael Myers mask kind of look. So I was like, oh, and then he was using the, like, the butcher knife type yeah, of shit, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, he, no, he had, he also had, like, a little small knife, you know? Oh, okay, so... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, yeah, let's let's keep going, because, yeah. like, I know, but I'm trying not to get sucked into details, because there's a lot, <laughs> there's there's a lot, a lot of details, in this trilogy. Yeah, yeah but, but we're also in the wrong year right now. So, yeah, so back to 94. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in 94, 94 um, other good things that actually stood out is that I thought that Dina's character was weak at first, but she was surrounded with the other good cast. Yes, you know, she had which, a really good cast Which helped her. the entire thing. Like, like the movie is driven by just these these actors doing a really good job and kind of just translating this year and, and just kind of showing us, like, it was cool to see just young actors looking young, looking like high schoolers again, you know? Yeah, like... Like a dude, faculty thing, you know what I mean? Dude, even in the 90s, like, yes. thinking back, like, 90s movies... Everybody looked like adults. Like everybody yes. was like I mean, fucking look at thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, Matthew Lillard looks exactly the same, right? Like it's like they know, were in college, not in high school. It, yeah, it's good to see them not only looking like kids again, but yeah. Like we said before, if you put kids in danger, you kill off kids. That oh, dude, makes and it like and kids are being killed. Kids are being kids killed, are being dude. killed. Like <laughs> by like the body count in this trilogy is fantastically high, which is great. Yeah, um, it's, and, it's then, and then into it's, this. It's and then it's all the kids. Story. You know, yeah, it's all it, kids. And, but then, like, it's like I was telling you last night when we were talking off air, right? Like, there's no needless kills. You know what I mean? Like, there's no fodder. Like, like there is a high body count, but it's it's purposeful. You know, like yeah. it's for a reason. Like, like there's a body count because the killers, like as we'll talk about some more, like the killers are, you know, are following a certain thing. It's not like Hatchet, where everything is just like yeah, it's just, just violent thrown in there in your face. Like this is violent, but it's not. It's used well. You yeah, know? it's built. It's built. It's right not wasted. 
It's yeah. built into the story. So exactly. like we, you know, at the, like we said, uh, 94 gets off to a rough start. It's honestly a rough first impression for the trilogy. But like once it gets going and once these kids start working towards the finale, then it's like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm in this now. Yeah. yeah. Cause then. Then it turns into a monster movie because it's like, um, like the 13 ghosts of Jace because they find out that they're hunting after uh, the main girl, the main girl's girlfriend, Sam. Sam. Yeah. So they're hunting after her because her blood touched the bones of the witch and all this shit. Like we get this really cool scene where they walk right past them. And that's, that's a really neat thing too. Like, right. Where they yeah, just agreed. ignore them if they don't, they're not, they don't have the blood that yeah, like, killers are hunting for. It's cool too, because, um, everything was well lit. So we got a very good look at the, all the killers it was a good um way to showcase all the killers um because they're all different as we were saying before and it was super cool just to kind of see them just walk by somebody and not do anything you know yeah, um, yeah. i thought that was very neat just just visually just as a horror fan the gimmick of just that blood it's like i was telling you before as well it's a good tie for the story as well because it focuses everything like it, yes it's like i said before like this it ties into um my body count thing is that you know having this means that okay so everyone that's from this part of town or has this blood or has touched this blood is gonna get killed and right. it makes sense you know what i mean so like in your head you can keep track of like oh shit this person's gonna probably get attacked this person's gonna get attacked so like it, it sets up a lot of cool shit yeah especially in the finale of 94 which which is so good it was like okay i gotta see the rest of this shit now yeah they definitely bookended the the fucking thing well because like the first kill kind of holds you in there and it makes up kind of it it, 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 it keeps me invested even through the rough part because i saw the first part and i know what can happen yeah because it's also like yeah through the through basically through the movie there are no kills like there there are like there's danger, but yes. there's no like, there's no like, uh, we get like one stabbing or whatever, like of that football dude who, uh, whose name I forget, but like, you know, we don't get like the kills kills until like they start fighting back in the final act. Tell him, and- tell him. Oh, God, dude. And, like, when it happens, uh, what's her name? Is it Kate? Oh, I forget names. I'm bad at uh, names. Uh, uh, the one with the drugs? Yes. Yeah, like, Kate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kate, like, when she starts fighting back and she gets, first she gets stabbed. I was like, oh, man, no. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, Well, ah, first she gets man. her face put in a cake, remember? Which, yes. Which made for a great visual, too. Yeah. Um, and then she gets stabbed. And I was like, damn, that's a, it's a wrap. Yeah, I But was then like, she no. starts fighting back. She starts fighting back. But then, you know, these ghosts, you can say, are fucking just relentless, dude. dude. They, they need to kill the person or thing that touched that blood. Yeah. You know? And so the final climax is Dina trying to kill her, like, her girlfriend temporarily, trying to, like, drown her and then revive her. So the whole time you have her trying to drown her while these other kids are fucking dying, Are dude. dying, dude. Yeah, because like, the other dude got the axe in the head, right? That was, a, that was a good shot, too. Yeah, like, I, I think 94 did its job because, yeah, like... It built up the kills to the point where I cared about him. Where I was like, oh, like I was like, uh, yeah, oh, dude, man. exactly, like, yeah, like absolutely, like the characters we were invested, like with all yes. of them. Like at that point, we were like, even with Dean, I'm like, all right, Dina, you can tag along. Because you know I mean? you're already here for the ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <word. laughs> so like, like you were already invested, and then um, like it was, 
it was cool too because like they first tried what when they came up with the plan to okay sam has to die like in order for this curse to stop or whatever that scene where kate was just separating all like all the drugs and like at first they had to try and od sam and sam was about to like od but then she threw up and they're like fuck it let's try and drown her but as you said before it's so fucking it was dope like in theaters that whole sequence would have been awesome dude yeah dude because like because kate okay so let's finish the kate death which is i think tell them it's my favorite i think like i think thinking back of the trilogy it's my favorite death of the trilogy absolutely i agree so like so the skull dude stabs her and she's like ah and then he pushes her in front of the fucking meat slicer dude and just rams her head through it yep and so like instead of cutting away you get the shot of her going under the slicer and then you then, get the shot of, of, the of coming her out. going oh, yeah dude. oh and, dude and let's not be like you know coy over here like it wasn't like a deli slicer like for like cold cuts and shit it was no. like a slicer that had at least five blades to cut through bone. Yeah, you know I mean it was that the kind of high, slicer. It was the super high definition the steak slicer, slicer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and and then her head was just like split up in five, and I was like, oh, I'm totally into this franchise, no matter what happens now. Dude, word, you because know? like that one single kill was like enough for me to go, you know what? That makes the movie. Like yeah. that's it. Like, like and that's honestly, it. that's it. Yeah. And it made the trilogy. Like, I yeah. think that's where I was like definitely hooked. I was like, yep, these and things then, are and then they called it back when Josh had a flashback, remember? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I gotta do it for Kate. <laughs> dude, oh, dude. And then, like, yeah, the Josh comes, he had a thing with Kate, and then, like, he he sees her fucking head fucking split Which, good for him, the- by the way. Right? Yeah, weird, right? Like, like, you know, she kind of, like, liked him for a second, too. Because, yeah. like, the guy was saying, oh, no, she is a total bitch, so she actually dug you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yo, and that was cool, too. Like, uh, you see, that's the other that's thing. we can, too. Yeah, we can go into all this more, yeah. but, like, there's there's a lot of good shit with the good characters. Yes. Like, there's, there's a lot of good character moments. Like, the main dude who's, like, he, who you would think is, like, the asshole friend or whatever. He's, but he, had, he He's not. He's actually yeah. a good dude. <laughs> He ends up being like the fucking best dude, and then like, and, like he even gets a moment where he's like looking at himself in the mirror, and he gets to be goofy and shit like that. Yeah, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, that was, it's, like that's just good character stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, yeah, I agree, Tex. You're absolutely right. Um, they do a good job of actually developing these characters to a, to a point where like you get motive. Yeah, you know I mean, like to the even, point where, um, yeah. yeah, where she goes through the slicer, I was like, no. Yeah, like where you, <laughs> yeah, like where you get motive for certain things, where you feel for certain things, like with the dude. I forgot what his name. Cody was that, was that his name? I think so. Or that's Corey, the other thing. Like that, like, right? That's like, the other thing. I don't remember like, names, dude. Like, like they go back and he says like oh like uh you know like you get his history like you know his family's broken and all that stuff and he's like fuck it like let's go yolo like i don't have anything to live for you know fuck this shit let's do it for us you know like because we are here for each other right now and and that was really cool that was that was like the older version of stranger things kind of shit you know what i mean yeah um but like uh a more, I think a more like, um, it was, it was cooler, man. It was yeah, more realistic just, in my opinion. There's it just was more, like a, st- there's yeah. more stakes here. Yeah. Like agreed. those, those deaths were enough to hook you because in the beginning too, you're like, okay, people actually die in these things. And then, it's, and then, yes. uh, I'm sorry to interrupt on top of that, like. They had no choice. It's not like you can just go hide and the killer won't find you anymore. Yeah. You know I mean, like they, they were tied to this 
um, whole situation, they had to see it through. It wasn't, and also, yeah. on top of everything else, they mark themselves with fucking Sarah's blood. Yes. So they op- like they willingly took that yes. upon themselves. So yeah. this is that's just thing upon thing upon thing, and like on top of that, they're all kids. So it's like, oh, there you go. Like it's a it's kid adventure on top of all of this. Like it's kid horror. Yeah. And like, and then we get into seventy eight, which ages them up a little bit, and to me i think 78's my favorite one of the of the trilogy yeah what do you think um overall as a movie that is my favorite one um it's just they understood by that time because also like being fair it was like a superhero like origin story where like part one is where you get all the build up and everything like that but then part two is where it pops off you know, yeah, like part Dark two gets to have the fun. You know yeah, I mean? you're right. You're <laughs> so, right. Um, so part two for sure had the fun because we were already um, invested in the story, in the characters. We knew what was going on and what that they were trying to find out. And at the end of part one, they left us with uh, C. Berman. And then we get that story of that character. So in 94, before we end that chapter, they find a survivor of the curse from from 78. Um, and they find her in the phone book and because Josh has clippings of the news and stuff like that. So they give her a phone call and she never responds. Right. So then she calls him up and she tells him, oh, listen, like, uh, you know, it's it's never going to be over and blah, 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 all this stuff. So that character, we find out more of her story in 78, which is dope. So now we get that dope swerve w- with the C. Berman name that, yes. that, that we'll get to in a little bit. But back to 78, like just the gist of it, it's like the story's tighter. As I said, they knew where they were going already. We knew as the audience what we were looking for in terms of clues, um, in terms of character development, like just we, we were in it. It's like legit. It, it's like you're back in like high school reading like these book collections. Like, yeah, you're like, right. What's yeah. next? What's going to happen next? Because you know this all this detail already that you want to find out what happens next. So they definitely did a good job in terms of having that aspect of like, oh, shit, I want to know what happens next. I have all this info already. Keeping you engaged as um, an audience and, and treating you like a smart audience too. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have to like sh- sugarcoat anything in terms of like, you know, showing you story again because c- you knew what, what was you know going on. Yeah, and there's no real wasted time either compared yes. to and compared to '94, which takes a lot of time to set up the to set up the stage for. Yeah, this it, it like, definitely does. That's the other thing. Like, uh, like you said, a benefit of being a part two is that it can get into things a lot quicker. You know, of course, we get our setup. Like, it's so it's a summer camp in '78, which is like the Friday the Thirteenth of Jace. Big like time. This, yeah, yeah. This is our Friday the Thirteenth like sleepaway camp type shit. Yep. And see Berman, uh, who went to the camp with her sister, and the main hook is like, oh, that was the that was the day my sister died. Yeah. Right? And then, so we go into the flashback and like. Here we learn more about the witch and we learn more about the curse itself. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get a much deeper dive into this, like with a great central cast too, and a great like flip on the standard, like because it's not a standard slasher anymore, it gets to have this fun with its characters. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like characters like, uh, we'll get into this further, but like the best friend who is, who, what was her name? Uh, not the best friend, but like the one that she had a fight with and stuff like that. Uh, oh, um, uh, Sheila. 
Right? Yeah, the main the main delinquent girl. You know, usually usually when you get like those characters, yeah, like, what a bitch, dude. Yeah, Man, <laughs> dude, like yo, but super mean, like to the point where you know they kind of almost strung her up on a tree. She burned her arm. Yeah. Right. Like. Oh wait, some... no, that's that's the other one. No, that was the Which bully. Which we talking, talking about? about? I'm I'm talking about the like the you know when you get like the drug users the uh, oh the other... oh oh um uh, with Arnie right um, yes. Arnie's girlfriend oh is it Sophie or some shit oh man apologies fuck to man Fe- yeah apologies but... to Fear Street because yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest uh, we did watch all of these in one go so like you know I'm. Like that was a lot of characters to take in, but uh, but no, like just just in general, like we got a flip of these things because you know generally when you get like the drug users and the the delinquents in the camp, you know that's the whole Friday Thirteenth oh, thing. Of I'm sorry, um, okay, Alice. Yes, there we go, Alice. Alice. Okay, generally you get the whole thing of them being punished for their sins, right? Because that's that's the the standard classic horror trope of that time, where it's like you punish them for having sex, or you punish them for yep. like for the drug use and for the alcohol, and the partying, and the abandoning the kids or whatever. But like here, it's no like here we learn that there's we learn we get so much deeper stuff into Alice. Like we we learn like what's what's mo- we get we get them as people. You know, yeah, we get them as yep. fully fleshed characters, but yep. um, so the the hook this time is, you know, we it's Sarah Fear, you know, Sarah Fear, quote unquote. Like it sucks dancing around that, right? But like in this one, she possesses the main boyfriend, which is already a good twist too. You yes, know? like the main boyfriend is Cindy, who you know. Tommy, who who's the good dude, who's like the the super like you know, and then we see him slowly lose himself throughout the like the yeah. intro. Apparently, he's like a goody two shoe guy, according to yeah. Alice, right? Um, and uh, like in that story, um, so Cindy and Alice had kind of like they fell off as friends because. You know, Cindy's from Shady Side, and she wants a better future. So she thought she could pretend to be somebody like not herself, and yeah, all this she stuff. thought so she, she could be one of the preppy, sunny yeah, the preppy ones. So she got with Tommy, who's like this perfect dude, and then Tommy is the victim here. Um, the victim Tommy is the biggest victim, dude. Is the victim here? So, <laughs> so pretty much off the bat, like Tommy was attacked by a nurse. Right, <laughs> yo, no who, shit. Who was doing research on the whole thing? And the ju- nurse who notably was the mother of Ruby Lane, who we see in the first yes, one, exactly. Yes. And then uh, it just so happens that she was doing her digging and her research and stuff like that, and it it's not coincidental that she was like a nurse there either, probably. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. Because cause... that's the same location as the whole happening of Sarah Fear and stuff. So you know, the nurse found. This this home and that supposedly was from Sarah Fear and all that. And she kind of stumbled onto this ritual kind of fucking cave, right? Where she saw Tommy's name on a rock. Yeah, dude. It's got uh, so all these rocks have like the names of all the past murderers and stuff. Yes. And, Which I like, think it, is fucking dope when you see the amount of names on there. And then and then because you know from part one that these killers come back to life and you see all those names, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, see a lot of crazy shit, man. Yeah, that was the that's the untapped potential of the trilogy, is that yeah, like big time. we'll we'll get into the finale, but like, you know, they, they had to they had to keep it tight, you know, like we didn't get like a fucking like massive killers coming out but um, no 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 we did it we did not but so 
so they end uh, to keep it going. Tommy gets possessed in much in the same way that Ryan was in the in ninety four. So, but like then then the killings start. Like so, you know, big time. It, yeah, it's, it's seventy eight. <laughs> it's a lot more brutal. It's yeah. it's a lot like. Uh, like you said from the beginning too, it's a lot less sugar coated yeah. because because it just gets right to the point. Yeah, you know, you time. get these you get these axe kills, and so and Tommy's look, God, what a good like whoever found this guy, like yeah. yo, like kudos to them because like he he didn't need to wear like a mask or anything because like he had the long bangs and like, yeah, like they like, just wet his hair and kept it like mad condition, like a wrestler pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and it was just all over his face. And then the makeup people did a good job by just kind of small, subtle changes to his appearance bit by bit as he went on, on his spree. Yeah. Um, and then um, one awesome fucking thing was that you saw Tommy's, uh, you know, you know, the killer Tommy in 94, right? But in 94, yes. he, he's wearing like a mask, like a, a like a Jason 2, you know, like a Friday the 13th Part 2 kind of sack over his head. Yeah. You know? Um, and then you're like, oh, that's different. And then you're like, how did that happen? And they do an awesome job of showing how he got his fucking mask. Yeah, as was part dope. of the fighting back. Like, yeah. they, like she, uh, Ziggy, you know, the main, the main final girl, Ziggy, puts the sack over his head to like fucking like get one over on him and like run out and like what a cool little in like yeah, yeah. that's a, like that's a cool little origin thing yeah, too right I love that like shit. that was awesome because and then this it, guy just fucking like after he gets this mask he doesn't even he doesn't stop Dude, it's so good. Like, that's the other thing, too, because we know it's the curse, because we know these things, like, these killers move with purpose, like, Tommy has no need for the extra shit. No. Like, he's literally, like, just, he, once he starts killing, like, he, he just goes. Like, uh, the first kill is good, uh, like, he fucking axes the fucking dude in the face. Like, yeah, the first one is um, probably the best one in this movie, like because we get the we get the real close up shot of the axe hitting the face, and then which he keeps, dude was it? Uh, the dude, dude with the long got? hair, the drug kill, the drug dude. Fuck oh, it. Arnie, yeah, dude, dude, that's right, yeah, that's right. When he first turns in the cave, oh my god, yeah, yeah, like that's that's the <laughs> that that's the first. One. It's the first kill of the movie, and it's probably the best one now that I'm thinking about it. Because, like, we get the shot of him, like, looking at the camera. We see the axe hit him. Like, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't cut away from any no, of that it does, shit Yeah, either. it doesn't cut away. Like, yeah, it, it was well done. And then, Again, like, and then we like, see it was the, good then, practical shit. Yeah, then we see him continue. Yes, like, which is, you know me, I love that brutal shit. Like, that's awesome like as yeah. a killer that's great because again it's with a purpose right it's like yes. hey listen i don't think you're dead yet let me just keep whacking <laughs> just in yeah. case right and then he goes on chasing these girls out of this cave right but then yes. he finds his way out there and then he and, just starts killing kids and then he just starts killing kids he starts killing kids from shady side because because they're having their their color war right which, which is, is a fun a, little touch yeah which is a sunnyvale versus shady side so every kid wearing a blue shirt was from shady side so everything with a blue shirt tommy was just cutting Dude, down bro and like every kid too like every even kid. like the, like the the nerdy kid with glasses who yeah, like he, in a normal movie would be safe you it, know like, yeah yeah, exactly. No, he. I think he was one of the first kids killed, right? He was the first. He kid was the killed. first kid killed. Yeah, and he got it bad because he just 
again whack upon whack upon yeah, whack. It, yeah it cuts it it cuts away from the direct kid deaths which is smart you know because yeah the raiding shit right yeah, which is fine but fine. then it makes up for it because we hear that we hear the sounds like we hear the wax we hear the then yep. we see the aftermath we see the know? aftermath man and and you know what kind of like that's kind of all you need like we've we've spoken about this before i don't text um uh prefers that kind of style yeah i'm um, asked to the more direct style um, but like it, like it works very well because again, you don't need to see like ten kids getting killed. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? And besides, like, 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 like because you get a really good shot of their bodies just like lined up with sheets over them when they're all collected up, which I think is even more yeah, brutal. Cause, yeah, because uh, they make sure to do that in every movie. Like yeah. in every movie, there's a lineup of the of the bodies of the to bodies. Remind, yeah, to yep. remind you just how many fucking people have died. Yeah. But like, um, no, in '78, we also we also see some kills, so it's like it, it balances out. You know what I mean? And, like, the kills are all, like, very clean and brutal and efficient. Yes. Like, cause it's just, like, one or two whacks. And he's just, like, whack, whack. And then he moves yeah, the on. Kills, you know what's funny? The kills we do get are the actual counselors, right? Yes, yes. Um, so uh, um, we get one uh, from that dude from Halloween. He's just meant to die in these movies, man. I mean, his face is just meant like to like get hit by an axe all the time. He, so. Yeah, he gets like yeah. a brutal head chopping, yeah. and then like his body rolls down the fucking toilet hole, which oh, yeah, was like the yeah. whole So yeah, we didn't even get into that thing, like because there's so much to talk about in this trilogy, but like the whole time Cindy and Alice are like dis- like in the in the fucking witches thing, like in the yeah, fucking like, tomb, like in the like, caverns down there, yeah, yeah, they're discovering like this whole fucking like it's there. They find out more about the curse, and we find out more about the curse as the audience. So, like, like you said, it's like a book. You know, it's it's like the next chapter of the thing where it's like yes. it's telling us more about this fucking story, you know, and. Like, but at the same time, it also gets to be a horror movie where we get like tons of death. We get like tons of like, and then we get like you said, the Tommy guy is yeah, he doesn't act as much as the other one, but he like he doesn't say as much as the other ones. But like, you know what though? Like he like kills it, dude. Like, let me correct you on that because you said he doesn't act. I know that's what's like. I I had to change it to say yeah, he totally fucking just owns it man like he like really honestly does, like dude he's he can be a slasher on his own he like he can be his own like killer just based off of that look same shit give him a fucking axe like because he looks like a lumberjack already so give him like a lumberjack profession or something or something like that but that kid looked fucking like a million bucks like i'm so glad like it's like again but it's like i said in the beginning of the show the whole thing looks great man they yeah. definitely thought everything out in terms of look you know why because like Netflix was like, here's a lot of money, right? <laughs> like, give us a product. Do for this next shit summer. right. Yeah, you know I mean, do this shit right. Exactly, yeah. because you know how like Netflix always has that big like summer thing, which is usually Stranger Things, right? Oh yeah, right? you're right. Um, yes. Uh, so like they don't have shit this year, so but they have Fear Street. Um, so that kind of I guess it fills that void, but uh, it it just it looks so good, Tex. Yeah, um, it does. It that I was I'm I, I'm I'm impressed because I've seen a lot of horror movies that are from like bigger studios, um, like non-streaming like like mediums, and it's they don't look this good. Yeah, because yeah. like '78 even does the soundtrack better. It does the yes. the needle drops better. You know, that, like yes, they definitely like that. Yes, again, they they they. Like I'm not sure if they learn from their mistakes because it seems like everything was done at the same time and like in terms of production, right. right? But like they definitely 
tightened everything up. Like th- the music, for example, it works especially for Color War, where they just play a song and they put the rock on the microphone, and that's and, and that's it. So that song kind of is the vibe of that sequence. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so <clears throat> it's a good point, Tex. They definitely like it. Even it even plays into uh, when Ziggy starts the final battle. You know, she turns on the radio, which yes. <laughs> it took me like I honestly didn't like it didn't click with me until I saw the why. You know, when it's like oh the radio shuts off and then you now you hear her squeaking on the wood and i was like oh like yeah I was, yeah, yeah it, like again like the, the sound design was good um they did a good job with that and it and they and it's the details like all the yes. little detail stuff like the back end stuff like the ones that you don't see like in the main big fonts you know what i mean um yeah, like on like, the title cards like 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 they everything from the back end of like the sound design the even the um, the settings right yeah, like the locations like, and stuff like that like that that like it, it just looked good like 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 I can't they, even say enough about it. Dude, even the fucking witch's cavern, which in any other movie would be hokey as shit, right? Like, yeah. Like, that all looked good. Like, you know, then you had this weird moss covering it, and, you know, then we find out what that is, which yes. we're going to get into very yes. soon. But, like. Um, but uh, let's start wrapping up 78 a little bit. But, yes, it is It is my favorite of the three only because um, Tommy's great. Um, it's a tight story. And the, and the third act is great. So once, um, once Cindy finds Ziggy, right? Like, they're, you know, they're with each other. They're trying to, like, run away and stuff like that. And they have the Milkman and they have Tommy. Yeah, because it's like in here uh, at the climax of 78, they find out the same thing that they did in 94, which was, oh, they're chasing after certain, they're chasing after Ziggy's blood in particular. Because they found a hand. Yeah, Alice found a fucking hand after she broke her ankle, by the way, which was, which was, again, cool character shit that just gives them a struggle while there's other shit going on somewhere else, you know? Yes. And the whole time, like, Alice and Cindy are like, like, re, like, they're, uh, what's that word? Where they're fucking rekindling uh, their friendship. Yeah. Like, cause they're like, they're like, yo, all this shit's going on, but then they open up to one another and you get this really good character stuff. And yes, like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, like, even that, dude. Like, you're yeah. absolutely right. Even that's just like, like, it's, it's not primary in the story but that sequence is even good like those actors are good yeah like 78 is the best one overall because it it has the best cast it doesn't have like the annoying central character like dina yeah you know and and then no uh but then wrapping it up uh we have sydney and ziggy the two sisters trying to survive not only yeah like you said not only tommy but the milkman you have the fucking uh i think ruby lane comes back in that one too then you have the kid with the bat who they keep cutting to throughout the whole thing oh yeah one of the things in the trilogy is that they always like um whenever somebody gets a look at the past of like you know when when their blood touches sarah's bones we get a look at like the montage of killers and shit of killers yeah yeah then there's always this one kid w- who's hitting his mom with a bat and it's like fucking yeah he has shit. like a baby doll mask on or something yeah yeah and then like so cindy and ziggy are trying to survive they don't like they ultimately end up both getting fucking attacked and like it's this cool double kill right like oh, it's dude oh understatement like, 
yeah, like, like it's city's cool getting fucking- is not is not the word for it. It's it's fa- this fantastic <laughs> like looking double kill where the milkman, as I said before, he has like you know a small knife and he's just stabbing away at Ziggy, and then Tommy is fucking hacking away with his axe at Cindy's chest, dude. At the same time, and Ziggy and Cindy are just looking at each other's eyes, like yo, this is that's it. This is it. And then and and then you just see the. The killers again with purpose, just whacking away, stabbing away, God. hacking away, yeah. and that was just so brutal. Um, oh, that was so awesome! Like, and then, yeah, the the that's another thing about this trilogy. They just know how to close out the movie. They do, they do. Uh, yeah, and so closing out this one. Um, so Nick, uh, Nick Good, who's the sheriff, we completely ignored him because he's. He's kind of just there until, you know, we... Yeah, we'll talk know. about him a little more later, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to yeah. get into him, but... um, So, yeah, so she gets ultimately saved, and then that's how she survives to the next part, but then, then it's like, okay, then we get into the finale, which is, you know, with Dina joining the Seraphir's hand in the body, she, you know, her blood touches the skeleton, and she starts... Then she has a full flashback to Seraphir herself, and that brings us to 6066, which mm-hmm. is like the the old colonial type horror movie. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's like uh, you know, just imagine like the witch era. You know, yeah. like the Puritan the, kind it's, of shit. It's you the Vavitch. It's their take on the Vavitch. Yeah, and, but that has a good story, but a good story nonetheless. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it's like because you know, 66, Yeah, because it's not like it's not a movie. It, no. it's it's not it's really like it's, filler it's like yeah. like a, a 16 a 66 it's like like um a couple filler episodes in a series you know like yeah, to explain like, shit on the back end to then return back to the be you know to the beginning to finish the whole you know problem thing you know what i mean yeah it's to tell us the whole story from the beginning it's to tell us the origin it's yeah. to solve the witch mystery which ultimately it's it's not sarah fear that was the curse it's the fact that like the goods have fucking made a deal with the devil and the killers the killers have been possessed by the devil each time and they kill shady siders to give them the necessary blood to fucking keep the deal going yeah and then it seems like the deal also like he can wish whatever he wants yeah well. and which is yeah and then in this story it's just to have a prosperous fucking sunny side and like you know to stay rich and like stay the sheriff and to stay like you know stay the mayor and shit like that yeah like and then back then in 66 it was for like fertile land yeah like yeah it was the same thing pretty much um but uh, you know what what's crazy like just thinking about that because technically that settlement was on shady side right yeah which i didn't get either yeah because because like i think that was the one like logistics wise it kind of got messed up because uh, because because where is where does like sunnyvale start yeah or sunnyside is sunnyside sunnyvale it's sunnyside and no yeah sunnyvale and shadyside yeah yeah Yeah, sunnyvale and shadyside so sunnyvale like i'm not sure if it's like an adjacent neighborhood or something like that but like it was i'm I'm just thinking about it i'm like wait a minute yeah where is a sunnyvale in comparison to shadyside that that the goods were there you know yeah and and, yes he has to go back into shadyside to always do a deal you know it's just 
whatever. But that does, it's not really important because it doesn't really have anything to really kind of do. It's when you start thinking about it too hard like that. that yeah, because it's like ends out. But. Yeah, it's it's cool because it's a deal with the devil. Yeah, and like and ultimately when you add devil to the whole thing, it makes it like that's a cool little horror element too, right? Yeah, it's devil's like, always awesome. Yeah, you gotta love the devil. You know, when it comes to story and shit, like just just sprinkle the devil in in a little bit. Always, you know, spices things up a little bit. It's like you know, a little yeah, sprinkle, so double here, like, a little sprinkle, so double here. So it's like here. not only not only did we get a good slasher trilogy, we got a good like monster trilogy that's also a devil, like a deal with the devil witch thing, you know. Yep. And so, yeah, it's explained that the goods have been keeping this devil deal going through each generation, and the sheriff is like the latest one to do that. So. 66, like you said, it's just the origin of Seraphir, which it's, it's done in this interesting way. Cause it's like the, the kids throughout the cast of the trilogy are just in place of the fucking people. It's because it's all Dina's fucking little mental fucking space. So like, yeah, it, it works for me, but it's also, it does, it is kind of weird, but then, but, but I get it too, because like, because how you mentioned, oh, it's just Dina. Kind of superimposing her people's right, on these people's back there. So you know it works. Yeah, and it, and it's fine too because you know all those kids get another fucking movie role. So good on them, right? And um, For sure. then you then you get more from the Tommy dude who kills it here too because he's like the the town nut, right? Like the, yeah, like he, he, he's the town drunk who legit hangs out in the outhouse. Yeah, you know? like, they, <laughs> he's the guy like, who hangs out in the bathroom all day. <laughs> yo, kudos to that guy. I hope he gets more shit. Like I want to see him in more stuff he's, he's he's good when he doesn't have to speak and he's good when he speaks right like yeah you know so, like uh, um yeah like i think we both agree that this guy definitely you know we have to keep an eye on him it's like billy you know from yes. uh, stranger things gotta keep an eye on billy billy was awesome you know? yeah so and then or jason so the, from power rangers actually yeah, yeah word. <laughs> so the swerve uh, of 6066 is the reveal that's not really the full movie the 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 last half of the movie is 1994 part two which which completes the 1994 story and completes the trilogy overall and so this is where we've been trying to bounce around this whole time but like dina finally gets redeemed right like she (laughs) yeah like yeah so but even in the in the 1666 setting dina was redeemed because I'm like, oh, okay, it's not yeah. the actress. <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we were talking about this. Yeah. We were I'm like, like, it's not the actress, it's the way Dina was written then, that I guess yeah. that she kind of took it a certain way, you know? Yes, But, yes. Uh, uh, you know, the actress was actually really good in her portrayal of Sarah Fear and doing her accent really good, too. I'm, I was surprised. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, shit, you can keep it up. It was a weird <laughs> accent, too, because, you know, because in the, you know, in the Puritan times back then, the accents were a little off, too. Even in the witch you can you know you hear that shit but um uh but you know i'm glad that it wasn't the actress <laughs> yeah and um, i'm, I'm kind of yeah. glad 6066 wasn't the full movie because you know yeah dude it, it was, was the mad slow burn i was like, i was like oh my god if this is how it ends i'm not gonna be upset i'm just gonna be a little, a little disappointed because, <laughs> of, because of 78 you know right but you're right tex um if uh if it was the end i'd be i'd be sad but it's not we got yeah. part two of 94, which I'm glad we did because all the characters were full-fledged. Um, and they were ready to rock and roll. 
and we knew exactly what was going on and what was going down. Yeah. Um, so, like, off the bat, you know, they find out, hey, the good family is responsible for all this shit. It's not Seraphir. Oh, fucking Sheriff Good. And, and this is why Sheriff Good all throughout was a little fucking suspect. Like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, which, I, I don't know. Which You're is, odd, buddy. It is a nice 90s thing. Yeah. Because 90s things were always, like, cops were always scumbags in the 90s, dude. Like, I mean, except you know. Except Dewey. Except Dewey. Oh, like, Dewey. Oh, Dewey. Uh, the MVP. Let, 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 he better not I, I can't wait for that trailer text. Dude, the, the, the yeah, so as an, as an aside, <laughs> as of this, like, this recording, Scream finished production. So, like, we're going to get our first actual look at this shit soon. So, like, uh, that's going to be a good one. But, yeah, um, dude, yeah. Yep. So ninety four gets to uh, part ninety four part two get gets to just be all action like so it's more kid plans it's more like let's set up the mall to like because now it's chasing after Dina so it's like let's let's use her blood as the lure to lure all these killers in and now we get like the full lineup of the killers and unfortunately yep. like I said it's not the it's not the full slate of fucking all the fucking you know all the killers at devil's disposal but like no, you but, know but we got the good ones the ones that uh, the that, ones we've been seeing through yeah the, you know, so like yeah, we get the baby with the bat, right? We dude, get this guy with this huge gas mask looking thing. Yeah, dude, there's so much like fun stuff they do with that too. Like how how the killers end up attacking one another because they end up covered like they like that's, that's but but you see that's smart shit because they're they're kind of like mindless killers at this point. You know yeah, I mean? they're just they're so, just demons, essentially, yeah, like, right? Exactly, yeah. So they're just looking for this blood, and hey, if it's on me, I'm going to try and kill myself. If it's on that guy, I'm going to try and fucking kill myself. So you get this little fun sequence where they're just trying to go at each other, and yeah. like, like I'm like that. That's kind of funny. There's, um, yeah, but, like yeah. there's a like that's what I mean. Like the climax of the trilogy, basically. Like it's it's got so many fun things. It's just yeah. fun, dude. Like what and a the, good way to end the trilogy, dude. And the look too. Like oh, like yeah. they. They have uh, this look going on even from uh, um, part one of 94, like in that first scene too, um, where uh, Amaya Hawk goes into that store to find her buddy. But it's like a Spencer's, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like with with uh, like, you know, black light, neon, all that shit. So they kind of use that whole thing for this setup scene in the mall. And the blood is all like neon looking. It's just really fun to look at. It's cool that uh, – they were able to use that color palette pretty much like all throughout like 94. It was just really dope. It was really well done. Um, like you said, it was a, a great ending to um, yeah, the, the dope kids, series. The kids take their pound of flesh, basically. They get their oh, pound dude. of like, yeah, because. Uh, I mean, main- listen, like, like, don't get it twisted. Like 100%. These kids lost people. Like they lost friends. They got stabbed. Like they earned it. Yeah. In my book, 100%. Yeah, so by the time we get to the finale of, like, you know, the happy ending for everyone, like, it's – it fits. Like, you know, and it gets – we get these – this 90s finale, too, of, like, going to school and, like, you know, fucking, like – that's the thing. Like, there's not a lot to say about, like, 94 Part 2 story-wise. No, because – no, no, because it's it's all together. It's yeah. not anything new. It's just – Let's finish this up, you know. Yeah, and it's it's great. It even brings back the fucking uh, I forget his name. The the fucking custode, like the janitor dude who was also oh. arrested. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he, he, he was good. He was a good little side character there dude, too. I I'm so glad, like, because I thought they were bringing him in to bite it. 
like I thought he was coming yeah. in to be to be like uh but to again, add to the like I said, there was no every, fodder, right? You're right. Everything is with a purpose. There you know? was like, no fodder. He was there for a reason. And it's funny because we even see him in, in part one early on, like just kind of cleaning around the mall yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, you're right. And he like, dude, ninety four gets off to a rough start. It starts off the trilogy rough, but yeah. ninety four part two ends it well. Like it brings it all together. Agreed. It's it's satisfying to me. It kind of hit that end game vibe because it's like when you see all the killers that they've been fucking messing with, you know, when you see all the characters kind of interacting with one another for this like finale. It, it's it's the book finale. Yeah, like, going going all the way back to what you said, right? It's like reading a series of books. And then you're like reading the final book and seeing it all come together, and you're like, "Man, like this is good shit." Yeah, so, it's uh, like you're on point on that. Like it's a culmination of the entire like universe they created, and we get to see like everything come come head. You know what I mean? Like like come to front right here in that finale. You know, and it was worth it. It was it was good. It was a good viewing experience too. I don't feel like the um like yeah like certain parts of 66 dragged a little bit you know end of 94 but like it was good the way they did it because it wasn't too long of a movie it got straight to the point you got good kills throughout to keep you engaged um you got good characters which is even more important you got yeah. you know you, the actors were on point which was even more important production was fucking fantastic and i highly recommend to go fucking watch this shit if you haven't even yet i'm assuming a lot of people have already seen it so this is and um, it, yeah and yeah. if you if you if you're not really a horror fan i would say still watch it because still it's watch not, it because it's, it's not man. like it's not like scary horror either it's just like it's interesting horror. Well, it's don't like, tell my wife that because she saw seventy eight with me and then she oh, couldn't sleep that night. Wow. So. <laughs> okay. You know what? Good for seventy eight. That's another yeah. notch in its belt, right? Like that's another victory for that movie. Legit. I want to see more Fear Street. Like maybe like if they find more characters, like there are more books. So Listen, like, like I wouldn't mind. Grab the same actors, throw them in those movies as well. Oh yeah. You know? Like, just keep – why not? You got the talent already there, you know? Yeah. Like, give them d- different roles, man. Like, everyone. Grab everyone, like, and throw them in there because, like, that's good work for them. That's good exposure for Netflix and for horror. Um, It's great for R.L. Stein and his legacy to know that, hey, it's not just – it wasn't just goosebumps we got. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We got a more serious, like, highly more produced – a vision of his stories. You know what I mean? Who knows, Tex? I hope, I fucking hope uh, they do something because, hey, it, it seems like it's successful for Netflix as well. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's featured on Netflix. It's um, been in the, it's been in their little top 10 list. Like, yeah. All three been, of those it, movies. Have yeah, been, it's been, so. it, it's been trending. So hopefully we do get some more. I highly recommend to go see it. Uh, get Netflix on a trial or something, dude. Just do like a seven yeah, day trial and just watch like the it's, movies and it's that's that it. It's that much of a pay for yeah. it. Like where it's like, Legit. Find a way to watch it. Like, it's it's a good fucking, like, probably going to be the best thing you see this summer. Like, uh, you know, overall, well, in terms of horror anyway, like, I, I mean, can say honestly, that definitively, right? I can like, say that with full confidence as well. Um, <laughs> I'm glad. As a horror guy, I was losing a little faith. I'm like, I can't, like, I was like... 
you know that meme where like it's Wolverine just looking at Jean Grey, <laughs> like, like that picture was Halloween Kills, right? And that was Wolverine. I'm like, I was just looking, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, Fear Street, what is that? You know? And then and then this showed up, and I'm glad it did because um, horror for sure needed this injection in the arm because it's been a weak year in horror so far. Um, I'm glad it's on Netflix. So if you have it, a lot of people have Netflix already, so just go click on it. And uh, thank you all again for joining us for episode. 74 of the Morg, an official Course Free podcast. And as always, on this journey, we had Mr. Nick Valdez. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on all the social feeds. Um, don't forget to check us out wherever you can hear podcasts, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, th- thank you, Glenn, for the music. Thank you, Del, for the artwork. Um, and thank you, folks, for listening. Um, we highly appreciate it. And once again, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. 